And I took that because, um, like, I was talking to a friend of mine um, on ecology, and we're discussing kind of like the um, entropy. Entropy being something that is always naturally happening. It's one of the biggest existential bummers known. Everything's always sitting towards this state of decay and chaos. And I figured that uh, this might be one of the songs I've just recently written. Um, that if that is the case, then our concept of security is an illusion. And if our concept of the security is an illusion, then really all we're doing is just frantically kind of rushing to kind of reorganize our environment that suits our personal kind of values. And so that's where the that's where Advent has come from. It's just pretty much the frantic rush of reorganizing our environment in avoidance of anything. So what was the defining moment when music became one of the most important parts of your life? Oh. You... Oh, oh, oh. It was uh, there one moment. There was a few moments. The first moment was I was with my mate, we're hanging out at his uh, house, and I figured, and this is after like a, um, about some months of debauchery, and just, just, just absolute chaos, I just kept on like drinking, so I was in a very, very, um, un, un, like, uncontrollable state, and, um, I kind of figured that like the one thing I've always daydreamed about was being up on the stage and singing and making music and um, I told my friend that and he said well dude there is a certain full course at Adelaide University we tried out so I made some really kind of crappy songs and I put them out and um, I auditioned and got in yeah. and from there it kind of developed and then there was a second part where I was at a house up in um, you know, Devon and me and my friend same dude that kind of influenced me we took part in um, some illicit substances and then they just say that <laughs> And I went quite well out of my mind. And I think in that moment, I really discovered, I guess, the potential where my voice could go or where my vocals could go because I was so out of it. I was in a good mood and I was singing and screaming and going nuts, but it was it was such a liberating moment. Yeah. And I, um, looking back on it, the way I kind of see it is like, I definitely don't want to keep taking that, but I do recognize that it's maybe important to uh, recreate that in a more sober environment and also in a sober state. Yeah. I think for me that time uh, represented uh, kind of like a uh, dawning and a kind of a sign of I guess the potential that I can see in myself. Yeah. And yeah. So obviously there's people that are going through now what you were going through and you said you felt really trapped in that. When you write songs do you have in mind that maybe you'll be releasing people from the trauma that you were once going through and relating to them in that way? Oh. Definitely, just why I just need to mention that this song right now is freaking awesome. This is a Tribe Where's Called the DJ Quest. Gone? Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory, uh, this is called The Excusion. Yeah. Abstract, listening to hip hop, my part is to say it reminded him of beat bump. Yeah, I can stop there. I can't rap, I yeah. can't rap, you need to. But yeah, um, so yeah, I, um, so yeah, I, I think with myself, uh, for a very long time, I've always had uh, moments in which I've been kind of, um, I guess, a little bit trapped inside my own head. And sometimes not only trapped inside my own head, but like also, um, I get very easily kind of depressed um, by looking at the world in comparison, kind of sense of egotism. So just like where I kind of 
was like, am I good enough? Or just, just questioning my purposes and kind of going into that existential crisis. And I, I do get these moments of where I feel like a lot of people are just humoring hear, me. And I realise that the only thing, if that is the case, if I always feel that, then I guess the best idea is to go on the opposite end of the spectrum instead of hiding away thinking that. I just should just really just say as much on my mind as I possibly can and actually express that as much as I can in my music and not care. I don't think the more you don't care about how other people think of you or whether people are humouring you, the more you start to really represent yourself more authentically. Yeah. And that's how the music kind of comes out. I think what I'm trying to really represent for an audience is uh, some sort of authenticity. And not just that, is maybe uh, just showing how bored I am as a human and yeah. just like letting people know that even if they're trying to be so perfect, let listen, it's okay to be a bit stupid yeah. and messed up. Yeah. But yeah, that's the idea. You now that perfectly. Poetry also plays a big part of who you are as an artist. Um, in what ways do you express yourself through this, as well as your music, which you just mentioned? Um, poetry is really interesting because I actually find um, I actually find that poetry gives me more of uh, a um, expression. Because when you play music and you write music to a song, the music, the lyrics are sometimes high behind the whole um, the music, but with poetry, the words are naked, yeah. so everything is said, nothing's left unsaid. And I find that, I actually feel sometimes when I do poetry slams, I actually feel a little bit more nervous, okay. because I'm letting out a lot more of myself. Yeah. Poetry for me is uh, a huge expression, and it's it's like a moment in which I can say exactly everything that I'm thinking, everything yeah. I'm talking about, and like... Um, I, find, I did actually wrote poetry before I made music. Okay, that was like yeah. my main thing. I started writing poetry in year seven. Wow. Um, I used to write it every single day. Some of them were really lame, like angsty, like TV poems, like everyone's really mean to me, where, that kind of stuff. So you've got to go through that kind of point. And I think, yeah, poetry has been like, as part of the calling into music. I always actually favor lyrics as one of the most important part of the song yeah. and the phrasing of each lyrics and what the delivery is and what is actually going about but yeah it's very very important in my songwriting kind of process are you, are you able to give us a line right now or a bit of your favorite some of your favorite poetry that you've written as oh. if you're on stage right okay, now yeah, yeah, let's go right. okay there's <laughs> a trifle quest in the background <laughs> all right um zone into it come on right, cut this zone in and give you a poem i'll give you a bit of a, a long one okay Wait, 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 okay. Free will. It is a concept that formally stressed that is demonstrated in speech, sexuality, gender, originality, personality, seeing our liberty to show a difference, progression, the ability to conceptualize new ideas, the ability to see the unthinkable bounds, amalgamation, collaboration, continuation of love, continuation of voice, continuation of life after death, recycling that energy. The importance of morality. See, without you know, goodwill, freedom is... Fucked up that whole thing. You did it, you did it, keep no. going. I'm gonna switch and go to a completely new poem. Alright, we're going to a new poem. Hello, my name is Jay. First off, I'd like to say that the wild one holds back instead of volume. It's changing the season's definition, not constant, but this is the phase of our mood sweetness, chronically, neurotically swaying. Listening now, chatting, jars, personal art, travel hard, getting aggressively far, or visually pleasing, source it, and teasing, and sensing, love, and fresh, and feeling emotionally, shown as a frantically, and manic, and kind of opposite, and switching and ditching, but anyway, everything's gonna be fine. Fuck that time, regurgitating, irritating, this is a waiting, waiting, your potential, they said, 
Besides, I can't make up my own mind. I'm sick of dumping the legs first environment, love our choice, systematically inquiring. As days for closer, we're grafting out, and then be competitive. But it's now all you ever see from work or a while. Stuff profiting our mockery, perpetually consuming addiction from robbery. All I really see now is some sort of self priority. It seems to me that we're all self aware and really yourself out. Thank you so much. You did it. I'm actually glad you fucked the first one up. It, it was should, amazing. It's good to kind of, you know, show that you just can't continue on with the poem sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. So recently you released your music video for Cognition. Um, what made you want to do like a live performance as your music clip instead of like a storytelling thing? Which you actually surprised me. I thought we'd have like some psychedelic storytelling. Nah. And it's you in a dress with face paint on. I did that because like I, I feel like I see so many like just storytelling kind of like music video clips that in lack of a better word is just lame. Like you just see the storytelling and it's always the same thing. It's some sort of neo-spiritualism about like some dude going on a quest for a necklace at some sort of spiritual significance. And it's just like it just I don't know, it just for me, um, it doesn't do much for me. I mean, yeah. I, I can understand how that's one thing for other people. I, I do want to write songs that have a storyline, but if I do, I want it to be more cartoony. Because yeah. um, I'm not a spiritualist. I'm the absolute opposite. I'm completely agnostic. And I thought, like, the idea is maybe just don't write a, like, a story. Just do what I like to do. I like to wear dresses. Yeah. Sometimes I go to festivals and get face painted and act like a wazo and all that kind of stuff. And I figured making it live would just really show more of our live performance uh, abilities. Because I think that's what's most important yeah. for people to recognise, is that we're not just a band that records. Uh, we like to put on a live show. We like to put on the theatrics. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely saw that before. So we'll talk about your live shows really soon. But the first time that I saw you, I remember you were busking in Rundle Mall and it was pouring with rain and you were just standing under like, this little shelter it was years ago. Yeah. What part of busking is different from live shows? Because people come to live shows to see you. When you're busking, you, you need people to watch you. Yeah. Like, what has busking taught you that's helped you grow as a musician? See, I think for me, uh, busking, you don't really, I always never look for people to watch me. I yeah. think uh, the idea of busking is simple. It's just, I always just say practice while making money. Yeah. And that's how I see it. It's just like, it's just like I'm going to practice the music out in the street and make money in the process. It's yeah. a win-win. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, upping my skills and making money. And I think it's just, I always say busking is good. I think it's very important for people to recognize and actually do it. Because it, 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 the crowd in busking is so incredibly different. And they're actually a lot more cool. Okay. And it's good. It's yeah. so good. Because it tests your resilience. It tests how thick skin you are. You need to recognize that in the music industry. Also, when people come up and actually are somewhat constructively critical, that's also just as important. I always say that as a musician, what's just as important is also recognizing where you can improve and also recognizing uh, when another person's criticism is not necessarily well thought out. Yeah. I always say, be critical on the critique because there's always going to be good criticism and there's also going to be bad criticism. And you need to keep thick skin for the bad criticism and also even if you want to pull them out, but you also got to listen in and be, you know, like listen in and actually take note when you get really good critical um, kind of criticism. And that's what I kind of look at. I think busking is good for testing your thick skin and testing like, you know, your strength in music and also good for getting your chops up and actually practicing more. For sure. And uh, finally, your live shows are extremely unique. You've got to be like the only person in Adelaide that does what you do. <laughs> um, Thank you. How, how do you get the audience on the same level as you? Because whenever someone comes to your show, they just like, they go on a trip with you. You really take them with you. How do you do this? 
I um I just kind of get on stage and just go insane. I yep, just go stupid, I go <laughs> crazy. And I go crazy. I just want to kind of represent to people, hey man, you can be crazy as well. Like I just want people to know that like everyone's just a little bit insane and it's okay to express that from time to time. And I get people onto that wavelength by just going there. Yeah. Like just doing it and just going, yeah, I'm just going to go and be weird. Yeah. And I think that's important because when you do show people, hey, it's okay, you can be weird. Yeah. Um, it makes people feel less alone. Because yeah. I'm sure everyone's got their crazy moments. Everyone's going to have self-doubt. Not even self-doubt. Everyone's going to have moments where they think really weird, messed up thoughts. And I always, I think we're coming to a point now where we're recognizing secularism is um, quite prominent. And religion isn't so fundamentally kind of founded on a lot of values. And I'm letting people know, for the people who have been so focused on kind of religious values, that you don't need to hide away from trying to be so perfect anymore. Because the truth is, we're not. And that's what I'm trying to represent on stage, is that we're not perfect and we need to celebrate that. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving us this time to your music, your life. Like I said before, you're one of the best in Adelaide. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much, Michael. Thank you very much, and this has been a lovely interview. And uh, signing off, just going to let you guys know that um, music is lovely tonight. You've got some man tapping with his index finger on the mic, so he seems like he's enjoying himself. And, um, yeah, um, as a sign off, um, love your mother and your father, even if they didn't be next to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>